everyone, thank you once again for tuning in to our next Concast. Today, Mamta will be chatting with our next amazing guest, Nidhi Baswa. Nidhi is a head of sustainable design and construction at Borghese UK. She is a qualified architect and has been working in the built environment sector for over 17 years. Nidhi shares her vision for sustainability in the industry. She also talks about how she was able to progress in her career and what type of barriers and challenges she had to overcome in her career path. Enjoy. Everyone and welcome to the Future of Work in Construction Concast. I'm delighted to introduce our next guest, Nidhi Baiswar. To give you some background on Nidhi, Nidhi is a qualified architect and has been working in the built environment sector for over 17 years. She practiced architecture in India and has moved to the UK to pursue a career in sustainable built environment. She is a compelling communicator, well-versed in influencing stakeholders and fostering strong professional relationships. Nidhi, Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I know it's been a bad holiday Monday, so we're still, you know, getting into the groove of the week, but it's really great to have you on board. Um, your background is super interesting and super inspiring. So I would love to hear more about your role and what your main responsibilities are at Buig UK. And yeah, talk me through how you've kind of, what you do and how, it, how it's kind of formed in that company. Right, well, thank you, Mamta, for the introduction. Um, yes, it's been a good bank holiday, relaxing weekend, and uh, yeah, here now today, first thing in the morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been a journey for me. So I, uh, like you introduced, I'm an architect, and I started my journey in India, and I worked there for a couple of after graduating um, uh, from uni, worked in India with a couple of uh, architecture firms, working on a variety of projects, starting from social housing to stadiums. So. Um, on all those projects, um, as I was working uh, with big firms then, I tried to push the agenda of sustainability, eco-design, and um, um, in terms of energy efficiency and things like that on those uh, projects. And then soon I realized that there's more to um, buildings and sustainability than just design. And that's when I thought that I need to learn a lot more. And it's it's a big industry. It's, um, it, it's about construction. It's about how you maintain the buildings later on afterwards, how you demolish and refurbish. And that's when I decided to uh, move to the UK to um, do more on this particular, or with this particular sector. That's nice. And um, yeah, so since then, then I'm working in, with different architecture, uh, different um, uh, consultants and construction companies looking at uh, sustainability and delivering it in the product that those um, companies offer. So currently I work with a big company called Bouygues Construction and uh, I am part of, um, uh, of, this is a French company, so I'm part of the construction group of Bouygues and uh, I work here as head of sustainable design and construction. Now, um, my role within Bouygues is to come up with strategies and visions for sustainability on projects and also work within the company to um, inculcate these um, sustainability uh, strategies within the products that we offer within the business strategy that we've got. Mm -hmm. Now I work very closely or partner with the executive team members and the leadership team members of uh, my company and uh, drive the agenda for um, our climate strategy, putting together action plan for carbon um, and things like that. So uh, where where I sit, um, we are looking at uh, the products that we offer for our clients 
So that means that I get in touch with our stakeholders, whether it could be our clients, um, the investors that we work with. Um, so they are the external client and bodies and it could be public sector clients as well. And internally, then I have a lot of engagement with our staff to make them uh, aware of these topics relating to sustainability within the construction sector and uh, push the agenda of um, sustainability through the work that they do. So um, I have a, a role where I'm look, talking to external stakeholders and also our internal staff to make things happen. So that's uh, pretty much what I do within um, my company at the moment. That's a very broad role. I mean, you cover a lot of areas, you know, and, and it sounds so super interesting. Were you always interested in this area as a kid? Like, did you kind of like, as you went through school, did you think, you know what, this is what I actually want to do as I get older? Um, I was always interested in... Um, well, buildings, um, typically also because um, my father is, an, is, is a civil engineer. So uh, I always um, was around him. And when I would see him um, drawing uh, drawings and uh, on his projects going to sites. So that's always was something that I was fascinated with. Um, growing up, I think uh, there, was, uh, there were two areas that were my uh, expertise. One was mathematics and the other one was art which is wow. quite unusual because not <laughs> everybody to each other. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, naturally the inclination then was uh, looking at uh, or finding um, an area where I could um, excel in both. And architecture then uh, was something that uh, offered both sides of um, uh, the aspect of um, working with art and also mathematics to be able to uh, look at the structure design and uh, building services design and things like that. So. That's where I found my, um, my niche and I went uh, into it. It was only in my final year architecture when um, I took up um, my dissertation, which was linked to um, uh, sustainability. And that kind of drove that into everything that I did after that then. So um, it, it, I was passionate about buildings uh, since uh, I was growing up, but um, with sustainability, it became more of a passion um, in at uni when I started looking at uh, the aspects and also um, in the context of India there were a lot of opportunities then now um, at that particular moment in time when I was uh, finishing my studies starting work there were lots and lots of opportunities looking at um, tapping into um, biogas or looking at renewables which is quite an obvious yeah. thing there's so much sun in India to, to harness that <laughs> and get it into the use it as energy so um, there were opportunities but uh, that was one of the biggest challenges I faced actually there was a big opportunity but to link it to um, with projects and try and get that across clients across uh, uh, people I worked with was uh, quite a big challenge because there was always a financial aspect that was attached to um, pushing forward with these um, ideas and agenda. So uh, that was quite challenging when I started off. Um, mm. And I thought I will enter into a field and just became, become a sustainability professional where people would come to me with the idea of sustainability in their minds. So I don't have to sell that idea to them. Exactly. Believe me, I'm still doing that. And I really? <laughs> case of sustainability every time but it has become quite more interesting and um, uh, I would say easier uh, with all the um, you know the awareness that has been created with um, Greta Thunberg and David Attenborough all all the good things that have been done in the past three or four years I would say that things are relatively 
I wouldn't say simpler. They are um, they are better than what they were before. So yeah, it's more understandable when when sort of people like Greta and, and David are, are talking and they're on TV and, and and being more public about this. People the people understand it a bit better as well, don't they? They understand what they need to do just day to day to make you know their environment more sustainable and their life more sustainable as well. So I, I 100% agree with that. That's so important, and I think it's getting more voices out there to be heard as well. And I think. You're one of those voices, I think, which is incredible. Um, you said about art. Do you do anything around the art side now, or are you just like, <laughs> is that like something maybe that you just kind of put in the on the side and go, oh, maybe I'll do that later in life or whatever it is? No, actually, I, I paint regularly. Wow, I um, cool. recently have got into ceramics, um, and um, yeah, I, I do a lot of pottery and ceramics uh, in my free time as well. Amazing. So that is something I'm continuing to pursue absolutely now. That's incredible. Yeah, because it's it's always that thing, isn't it? Like you're interested in one thing, but actually there's always something else that you want to do and, and have have a passion for as well, which I think is it's great that you carried that on. So that that's brilliant. Um that's 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 really great. Um and I was gonna ask as well, you know, I was from you know an Indian woman point of view, you know, I, I was born here, but I still face sort of barriers I guess of my own of being able to progress in my career and um you know when I was working in tech there was very few women very few Indian women at that time working in the UK um and it, it felt like I wasn't really able to progress in the way that I wanted to progress and become a leader so I went contracting because I thought I was good at my job and I can make money that way um but I eventually was able to you know progress and become a leader of, of people and I, I really enjoyed it um what kind of challenges have you faced to come in this career and and become a leader in your industry? Um, that is a very good question. They've actually pointed out the right thing. It, it is difficult. Um, it is difficult being a woman. It's difficult being um, somebody from another country and coming in to um, talk about this thing as well. So overall, I think uh, throughout my career, even when I was working in India, it was quite challenging because um, going to sites, being um, in an office as well with architects where it's it's quite hugely male-dominated um, industry again in India. So it was a challenge. It, it's about how you portray yourself as well. It's quite important. So for to me, the challenges were um, making myself um, uh, being heard to the people right. I speak to. So uh, I think that was quite important. And it was always about getting your point across to the other party and making them understand where I am coming from and what I bring uh, uh, in terms of value, just not for the project, but also for the company on a wider context when you're looking at it. So um, at every point, I think there was a challenge where I had to prove myself. It's about having, I think I, I personally believe that if you are good at something and if you've got a positive mindset, you just need to be insistent on what you believe in and, if, um, and it will show one day and you get through, but also work harder because yeah. uh, you've got to prove, like I said, at every point to um, um, show that you will bring value, show that you can make a difference. So to me, it was always about making sure that uh, I am getting my point across in a very clear and uh, positive way. And also making sure that uh, people I work with understand that I'm not there to challenge them I'm there to work with them and uh, make things happen so it's, it's about having that kind of collaborative attitude and a yes. positive mindset that I think was quite key um, and it it is what got me here so far and I hope uh, I can 
continue to maintain that. Sounds like it will. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I, I really believe it is your mindset. Um, and and that, and to be able to be responsible for your progression of your career and you know, to find sponsors, to find mentors, to find coaches to kind of help you progress um, as well. So how, how do you see yourself progressing over the next sort of five years? Like, what is it that you'd like to do or be? Um, that is another good question. So, um, so far, um, there are uh, a lot of things that I've been involved with. And um, looking at uh, the construction industry, there is... Um, a good momentum now in terms of the topics relating to sustainability. So people are talking about carbon, people are talking about improving biodiversity, because what we, the construction sector is looked upon as we are encroaching all the green spaces and then building it or covering it with concrete. So um, there's a lot of awareness now already. It's now about getting to that uh, stage where we engage with the people and make things happen and make sure that everything we've spoken about is now embedded in what we do. So um, it's that next stage and it will take some time for us to have that kind of culture change sure. within the industry where we have been talking about, you know, um, designing um, eco-friendly buildings. We are talking about reducing our carbon emissions. We are talking about concrete and cement that we use, which contribute towards a big uh, amount in terms of carbon emissions and trying to bring that down. So overall, there are lots of these huge pockets and areas where we can tap into. And now, because people are now aware, they are now thinking of finding alternatives, um, coming up with good ideas on their designs. So it's about making things happen now. This part of my journey was about, um, especially with Puig, is a, was about creating that awareness, creating that sort of momentum in the company to get started and act on. And now we are trying to see how we can get that embedded in our culture. So uh, that's my next stage of where I am. And I would like to see that, not just within the company I work with, but also looking at uh, the construction industry as a whole. There's, mm. there's a lot to offer. There's a lot to... Uh, collaborate and work together with there are lots of topics that we can um, you know uh, do something together and make a difference so that's where I would be focusing on the next few years yeah that sounds it sounds like a very natural progression for you as well to take that steps further and it sounds like there's a lot of work to be done to be fair as well it doesn't sound like an easy task so I think that 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 will definitely keep you busy for a while (laughs) I reckon Um, it's been a bit interesting I mean over the lockdown period you know we've seen the pandemic come through we've seen um, the inequalities that sometimes we suffer from including like you know the George Floyd situation with Black Lives Matter and the protests that we saw over the past year and since then I've, I've, I've seen that companies are trying to you know implement more of a you know diverse uh, strategy be inclusive be you know, equitable as well to their employees um, what kind of things are you seeing in the industry that are helping to kind of, you know, bring in more of a diverse background in terms of employees to the industry? Um, I think now there is a focus um, to employ or get uh, young people um, more interested in this sector. Mm. So um, I see a lot of companies pushing that agenda or trying to engage uh, with the students at very early stages uh, which is what my company is also uh, doing at the moment, where we are um, getting uh, students going to schools and um, having those sort of sessions where students understand that there is a career in construction industry as well for them. Yeah. And they understand what are the um, different roles that this company can offer. It's not just working on site, but there are so many different roles. There is a variety of um, 
uh, of different areas that they can focus on. And knowing uh, or understanding their um, passion is quite important. And anything that they are passionate about will fit in the construction industry in some form and shape, even if they are interested in IT. I think that's the biggest um, um, uh, driver for the construction industry going forward because we are looking to digitalize the way we work. We're looking at different technologies. We're looking at different tools and software and so on. So, so even if somebody is interested in IT and they're only focusing to go into engineering and focus on just uh, working with different IT um, big companies, I think it's for them, for us to give them an overview of what the construction industry can offer in that particular sector. So uh, we're doing quite a lot of that. Um, also getting to speak to uh, young um, generation in terms of um, uh, girls, you know, trying to make them understand that it's not just for mm. men, it's a, for women as well. It's for um, anybody who's interested. So I think the industry is now shifting the approach of uh, capturing uh, the, the attention of the young generation. I think that's something that's definitely uh, gained momentum. The other part is, I think, um, looking at um, using of um, different uh, tools and digitalizing the whole aspect of how we work together. So um, I think that that's one area which still, I think we've got a long way to go, but um, things have already progressed in that area as well. Yeah, have you seen that more so over the past year or so since you've been at the, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I think um, in this one last year, I mean, we had to work from home. Uh, technology was the only way to connect with people so there was, there was a lot of focus uh, with companies, I think, trying to uh, upskill their staff to be able to use technology, also um, uh, to be able to do a lot of things uh, whilst being at home. So it, it, was, it was a challenge, but I think the, the uptake has been really good. Yeah. And uh, we've, we've really come a long way. I mean, this was um, as if the last year was a fast forward year. I mean, we, we, we would have otherwise, taken a couple of years to reach where we are today. This last year was really great in terms of seeing how, it was all positive as well. It's, it wasn't, right. so people did um, like the idea of um, being able to use technology and being able to, you know, reduce their travel and use that time with their families and things like that. So I think, yes, with COVID, it has definitely, uh, I mean, as long as, I mean, as much as we don't want, didn't want that situation to happen, but yeah. Uh, there were some positive aspects of uh, having that and working from home. Yeah, there's a, there's a massive shift, isn't there, in work culture? And I think that was needed. That was needed for a long time. But, you know, you sort of, you see that people, you know, can be are all more comfortable working at home and having more of a balanced, you know, approach to, to work and stuff. And it's really interesting you said about IT, because, you know, when I was working in tech, it was just tech software companies but now every company is tech because every company is trying to implement you know good systems and good ways of working and that that involves heavily IT um, and I think that you know when I was a kid I didn't really know what industries especially the construction industry I, I would never thought that was open to me you know or that I could do anything in that industry maybe back then couldn't because a long time ago but you know it sounds like you know people can go into it even if they've been in another industry for a while they're interested in IT they can still shift towards a construction career. Absolutely, no, that's... Yeah. Um, and in, in terms of like, you, it, interesting, you said about, you know, appealing to girls and stuff. Uh, I think that's super important, isn't it? I think 
when I see when I work with the teams in India, there are more women actually, you know, in in these sectors, whereas in the UK there aren't so many. So, is the company going into schools then, like at quite young ages, and then trying to kind of you know talk to, to talk to young women about STEM and that sort of stuff? Yes, um, yeah, that's uh, something that I get involved with as well. So um, we've got some programs with the schools that we work with. Um, we have some partnerships with them. And uh, what we do is um, we go to um, uh, speak to students in year eight or year nine. So that's when they are trying to decide on their career options and trying to think where they want um, to uh, go after they finish their um, school and, you know, things like that. So, so it's it's quite key to get their um, attention at the right time because um, it it is um, at a very young stage. I mean, don't get me wrong. We do get involved with uh, the students in year six and uh, year five as well, but it's, it's uh, a different level of interaction. It's, it's trying to get them to understand that um, uh, there are different roles. One of them could be within the construction sector. So without pushing it uh, or without trying to sell it to them, it's, it's, just making them aware of the possibilities is what we are doing. And uh, surprisingly, uh, when we send them feedback forms after the sessions that we hold with them, we do get quite positive response from them to say that, okay, we had no idea that, you know, this is an industry that can offer so much. And uh, with girls, especially, because they would have always thought of uh, construction industry as uh, a man. uh, And the image that comes to their mind is a builder with boots on and a hard hat. Yeah. So, um, yes, whilst that's one part of what we do, um, there's a whole lot of uh, other opportunities uh, are, are alongside. So uh, it's getting them to see the possibilities. Yeah, I think it, it works um, with women also when uh, women talk to them about their role and make them understand how their journey started right from school till the end now. I think it, it, it opens their eyes and it, it really makes them see the, the world in a different way. So I think it's, it's quite key and the industry should push for that um, more and more uh, as we go along. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and like we say about role models like Greta, you know, like that, that's always, you know, inspiring to, to young women, I think, as well, to, to be able to do something and change something. And that, that's a great way to, to do it, I think. So, um, but that, that's amazing. I, I love, I love hearing that you know your, your your role is just more than one thing it's several things you know and it and encompasses a lot of things which I think is great because that kind of develops you as a, as a person for sure um very good so I had like just one last question for you before I let you have a have a cup of tea or coffee um and that is if you had an uncomfortable question to ask your industry what would it be well um just I think segue to what we were talking before I think I would ask the industry up to what point or up to or when, until when are we going to keep talking about gender diversity, gender gap uh, within the construction industry? I think um, as an industry, we need to come together and we need to set some targets for us, like how we've done for carbon, how we've done yeah. for other parts of, um, you know, there are targets where we're trying to uh, digitalize ourselves and reach a certain stage. But when it comes to the gender gap, we need to bridge that gap as soon as possible. And yes, we can put together gender pay gap reports every year and go on doing it for another 15 years, but where are we going to reach at the end? So I think it's setting that target for our industry to say, this is the year where we say that we will have, we won't be talking about this anymore. It will become a norm. It is something that you will not spot as a difference. It will be 
something that is natural. So yeah. I think I'd ask the industry, like, up until when are we going to talk about this? We need to now stop talking, yeah. doing more and setting targets for us. I think that's my biggest uh, question. I love that. I love that. And I 100% agree with that. It's what do we do now? Like, come on, we know there's an issue. Let's do something about it. Let's put plans in place. Let's put targets in place. And I think that's a really crucial thing to kind of close up the pay gap and close the gender gap um, as well in the industry. But um, no, that's, that's a great question to ask. Um, that's so good. I mean, thank you so much, Nidhi, for your time. Like, it's been such a pleasure to speak to you about your experience. And I know that, you know, people who are um, you know, listening into this will be certainly have, you know, I think there's more appeal, you know, in, the, in in this industry um, especially with what you do so I, I really appreciate your time and um, really am pleased that you were able to kind of express uh, you know your your thoughts on this as well so thank you so much I really appreciate it and um, I wish you um, a great week ahead. Thank you very much Mansa. that was great I mean I, I enjoyed answering your questions as well and hopefully if I can inspire a few people along the way yeah, I'll be happy about that. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you.